In today's interview, I enjoyed speaking with Camille Martin because we were able to relate on so many levels with regards to yo-yo dieting, how it hurts us, how it's held us back, and Camille struggled for over 25 years going back and forth from a diet until finally something had to change for her, something had to switch. She now is a registered dietitian, an author, and helps women quit the yo-yo cycling that she fell into. In this episode, we give so many suggestions and tips for you to break free from the yo-yoing, dieting, the start, the stop, the struggle of feeling like you can never stick with it. Hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Hey, I'm so excited. So I was just giving a quick little brief intro. I'm going to ask you all kinds of questions, but I'm, I'm really excited looking and looking forward to what we're going to discuss here because it's so common for all of us to go from one extreme mm-hmm. to another. And it's really yeah. difficult once you're in that cycle, then to find a happy balance and break free from it. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. Especially if you're driven by the weight loss, which yes, is a bonus, but that's the aim, right? We think then, okay, I have to eat less in order to lose more. Right. Right. Oh, it's, I mean, I have so much to say on this. It's such a vicious cycle and I mean, I did it. I don't know if you read anything about my um, story, but I did it for 25 years. And it just, what's motivating me to do all of this, what I'm doing is to, um, I mean, women are just wasting their lives, you know, doing this and they're not getting anywhere because diets don't work. And I just like, I'm so devastated by the lack of potential or the potential that's being wasted by all these women doing the same thing I did for so long. So I just want to set people free, you know? So, um, yeah, there is an option because it's so much more powerful too, when we've gone through it ourselves, I haven't struggled for 25 years, but I've totally struggled. And I guess, in some, like we all struggle with different aspects of it, right? I've done, I've always enjoyed the exercise piece, but that hasn't always benefited me either. Cause I would try to work a poor diet and you know, there's still so many gaps, like you had said, with regards to finding that happy middle of getting out of the cycle. Well, we're all diets push us to be like all or nothing. So it's like you have to eat perfectly or you fail. You know, you have to go from barely working out to doing five mile runs every day. You know, you're just your only goal is like this desperation to just get rid of the weight. And really weight is just a symptom of the problem that's just going to keep showing up if you don't change like the way that you're eating. I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself because I know we have a, <laughs> it's <laughs> we have so a podcast hard. to record. Not, I don't want to like just blurt it all out already. It's, it's so hard not to, like you said, it because of the yes. fact that we're just so passionate about like, how can we get people out of this? Because it's, yes. it sucks. it's really challenging, right? When you don't know, again, there's so many pieces to try to address and, we right. think all of those pieces need to be perfectly 
you know, implement it, but they totally don't. don't. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, okay. I know you've been struggling yo-yo dieting for the last 25 years. Just tell me a little bit about you. So then we can dive right in. Well, actually, um, I'm 52 now. So that 25 year journey of dieting and failing ended when I was in my early forties, late thirties. So I have been done with that for so long um, that how it started was I decided to quit dieting. I just was at the limit, the breaking point where I just literally couldn't take it anymore. I was miserable. I was depressed and I was just, it was a nightmare. So I just said, I'm not going to do this anymore. And um, after that, everything changed because then when I didn't have all this pressure on myself and all this resistance, like toward my body and toward food, Um, my habits started changing without me really even trying. And it just really opened up this journey of like me investigating, learning about nutrition, learning about health. And um, then I became a dietitian. I was not planning on any of that. Um, And then I started setting and achieving goals that were really big goals that I never thought I could ever achieve, nor had any um, idea about. So all of that just led me to a place of like, I'm reaching my potential more and more each day. And I started to see that it has nothing to do with food. It has nothing to do with your weight. It has everything to do with living an uninspired life that we are trained as women to live because we're, we're trained to focus on our looks and there's nothing more uninspiring than that because we all feel like shit about ourselves. We all think we look awful, you know? (laughs) There's Um, all these ways we can pick ourselves apart and there's always extremes. And it's more so deliver, like striving for that result over the feeling, over the- Yes, yes. I'm just writing a blog post about that. Oh my God, you like went right into my head. (laughs) (laughs) Because, Because of that fact that when you get to the result, you know yourself, you keep striving for it. And I want to- everything that you just said was so awesome because there was so many pieces that I just want to peel apart even further. Yeah. Number one, I think it's fantastic. You had no idea you were going where you were going because none of us know where we're going, where we're going to get up. You know, we set directions. We set, you know, I want to feel healthier. I want to have more energy. And the only way to get there is to start to start smaller and start yeah. with a different approach that doesn't feel like it it sucks before you start. You know that it's right. Well, yeah, I would even say go one step farther and say that like you have the wrong goal. If losing weight is your goal, that's the wrong goal. And if you set your goal higher in something that doesn't have to do with what you look like, you will achieve the weight loss goal by default. And like, then you get inspired about your life. Then you start to see like how much more you're capable of. And then it's almost like we, we wait to live until we lose weight and then we never live. And then every year that goes by, it's like, I've felt less and less and less powerful, you know? And then, yeah, it, So yeah, we can get into all of that. But like, that's what I want for women is like, stop trying to lose weight. Like you're better than that. You're bigger than that. Um, You know, no pun intended, but like you can set a different goal and you don't stop trying to keep your life so small, losing weight, then go live, reverse it, live big. Your the weight will lose itself. But the problem is people, women don't want to live big. They don't think they can. They, and we are feeling such... 
Yeah, we feel such failure because we've been dieting and failing that it's not even like in the realm of like setting a big goal. So it's yeah. the headspace about it a lot as well. And it's unfortunate because so many diet programs, they include the nutrition, they include the training, but the most important piece of your actual head of how you're feeling of it, your mindset is missed, right? You yes. And that usually results in what? A more unhealthy relationship with yourself, right? Because again, the guilt that you were feeling already for being stuck, unhealthy, overweight, you know, you don't need to punish yourself by exercise. You don't need to guilt yourself for when you do fall off track. It's it's progress. If you fell off track, but you didn't eat as much as you normally do, or, you know, you got yourself back on track sooner. Yeah. That's that's to be celebrated rather than Absolutely. I wasn't perfect, still feeling guilty. Yes. Yes. It's like going from this narrow, resistant, I hate myself. I hate my body. Food is not, you know, I'm scared of food to just blasting that out of the water. Go here and that will go away, you know? Absolutely. Because yeah, that's, that's what I believe. <laughs> Yeah. Cause I've been driven by weight loss too. And I thought that was the way for me to measure my health. And that was the way to feel more confident, to feel right. better about myself when really I had to be driven about, okay, I feel good. Exercise makes me feel good. Yes. Healthy foods make me feel good. And that's yes. what needs, needs to drive you. Cause think yeah. about it, getting out of bed in the morning, it's not easy for any, not many people, but right. you know, a number on the scale, that's not going to motivate you to get up and go work out. It's going right? to make you want to do nothing because you feel like a failure. Yeah. And our, and the scale is so it's, I use it as one tiny piece of data to measure, right? Yeah. But it can be fluctuated, especially as women so much, even when we are doing all of the things right, you know, when we yes. are eating very healthy, the scale can go up because you're about to start your period or you drink too exactly. much water. Exactly. Well, I like what you said. It's like a pe- one more piece of data. And if you're going to use the scale as a tool for um, monitoring and tweaking and stuff, that's great. But like, if you're, you don't like the way you look, you're really depressed about it. I say, don't weigh yourself. Weigh yourself. If it makes you feel inspired, do it. If it's pushing you to do better, do it. If you're going to weigh yourself and it's going to just push you, you know, saying, fuck it, there's, there's no point. I can't, yeah. you know, like it's, it's over. There's nothing I can do to change. Then don't do it. Yeah. But I like that you said that. It's a happy medium, right? And mm-hmm. I, I think in, what I like to recommend is like, okay, some people go, and they approach me and they're weighing themselves every single day. They're not actually having like a nutrition plan. They're not super strict, but they're just weighing themselves every single day and letting that number control them. Right. And, you know, in my opinion, even though, yes, it's a piece of data. And even if you're trying really hard, honestly, in all scenarios, you don't need to weigh yourself more than once, twice a week. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. You got to, you got to make it work for you. This is why diets don't work. Diets are one size fits all. You got to figure out what's working for you. And it's fine. your middle. Yeah. It's a journey. I hate that. It's a journey. It's not a decision, but it is like your life and you know how you want to live it. Do you want to 
feel your best. Like people, women deserve to live a life where they have a healthy body, you know, and they don't deserve to treat themselves like, you know, they're hated and unloved and unworthy. And, you know, they, they deserve to live a life. We all do where we feel joyful and happy and oh my God, there's so much. I feel like, I, sh- have you already pressed record? You probably should already be recording. <laughs> we are, we are totally recording, girl. Um, oh, we are. We're in the middle of the, I didn't even realize that. I thought we were having a warm up. Look at us. Here we go. <laughs> we're getting all kinds of nuggets of information out. You're right though. I like that you're, you, you're agreeing on a lot of senses with me though, with regards to like, <laughs> Some things that are cliche that are said, because even I've heard the, it's not a journey, it's, you know, it's not a destination, it's a journey, but that's easier said than done, especially with somebody starting out unhealthy, not happy with themselves, right? right? But we have to approach it in a way that makes us feel healthier, healthier, makes us feel better, but a lot of the time we don't have that information available. We don't know what it's, that it's even possible, especially like imagine yourself when you were stuck in those 25 years, like you were doing, you were working hard. You were putting in work you were going through painful diets to literally you, you were that driven by your health. And I've spoken to so many women who are in the same sense, right? Like They've done hard stuff in order to yes. get healthy. Well, I wasn't driven by my health, actually. I was driven by what do I look like? And so that's, and because we're trained, right? Like you're, what you look like is your worth. And I grew up in the South and it was especially strong there where, you know, you are polite and sweet and nice and you, you know, you keep your opinions to yourself and you're what you look like matters most of all. So that's what led me down a path of binging and purging. Um, Let's see, diet pills. I went on every diet that you could ever think of. This was in the 80s and early 90s. So I don't know how many people who listen are my age, but it was like, I mean, I over-exercised. I did slim fast. I don't know if you even know what that is, but I mean, just wretched stuff. And then I was drinking, binge drinking, binge eating, feeling horrible about myself, feeling like I would go all or nothing. And I would get to a, a weight where I was like, I, I feel so good about how much I weigh. But inside, I felt like complete crap because I was I was beating myself up physically, mentally, emotionally, and just feeling worthless, literally, until I got, I don't know if we're doing video, but I'm air quotes, the perfect body, you know? And, you know, it's just, it's devastating um, to think I, that little girls are are doing this. Women, young women, older women, we're all doing it. And um, it has got to stop. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like it's we're horrible. driven. Yeah, we're driven because we do want to be healthier. We do want to feel better. But there's such a gap in how we're getting there, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, we want to feel healthier. We want to feel better. But we don't, you know, we're, we're, we don't think we need to strive for that. Because right. we're looking for the results rather than that feeling, looking mm-hmm. for the healthier side of it. But again, it's the diet culture that makes us, that has made us feel this way. And all of those diets, I personally have done the over-exercise. I've done the nighttime binging. Yes. I've 
done the, okay, I got to be perfect and follow this boring meal plan every day. And I've also worked and spoke with so many women who were very similar shoes with you. It was like every, you know, every famous popular diet that has come out, cutting carbs out all together, isogenics, all of those things. And it's like, I can see in their intention that they do want to become healthier. They are so driven and they're so sick of feeling tired all the time, not feeling good in their body, in their clothes. And they just don't know that there's another way. They just don't know that they can feel another way, right? Like for us right now, we've done the poor diet and we've done the, I feel frigging garbage. Now we eat better. We exercise, we feel better. And we're like, well, I would never go back to that. No, no way. And I'll be honest. I mean, I am, well, first of all, I went through a divorce two years ago and it was the hardest thing I've ever been through. It was terrible. And it brought back my emotional eating tendencies. And I, you know, I ate too much. I was drinking too much again. And um, I gained probably about 15 pounds and I'm five, two. So on a five, two frame, that's very noticeable. However, I knew enough from being on this lifetime journey. This is just a stop on the journey. And I know why I'm doing this. Um, I know that I'm using unhealthy um, coping mechanisms and that's what's resulting in this weight. That way I was able to not put a bunch of guilt and shame on myself. Like I'm a terrible, worthless loser person who just can't stop eating. I knew what was happening. So you have all of these transitions in your life and now I'm back almost to normal, but it's not because, oh gosh, I got to lose 15 pounds and get to goal weight. I just started feeling better after the process. And because I felt better and felt more like myself and relieved, my eating habits stabilized. I went back to my healthy exercise, feeling good. And it's like something I don't even have to like force myself to do. But here's the thing, Deidre, is that right now I don't weigh myself ever, but like, you know, I used to obsessively weigh myself. And if I weighed myself right now, I probably, my the old me would not be excited about the number, but the me I am today doesn't care. You know, like I feel good. I feel happy and joyful and I'm focused. My energy is so focused. Like for example, what I'm doing right now here with you is like, this is a dream. It's a goal. It's a passion of mine. And because of that, my whole day is not dominated with, oh my God, I'm going to try to be good all day. And then tonight I'm going to try not to eat ice cream in front of the tea. It's just not even in my mind, you know? Um, and that's so. where the unhealthy sense comes of if, if you're so focused on always thinking about food, always guilting yourself for overeating and falling off track and needing to exercise, that's not healthy. That's no. not the goal, right? No. The goal is to actually feel good in your body, actually yes. celebrate the fact that you were off track for a little while, but you're back mm-hmm. on track. Maybe it was a... It was a beautiful part of my own journey, my unique journey. And and I hope everyone listening knows and gets that like experts, quote unquote, me being a dietitian, I don't, I mean, I know a lot more than the average person about the biology of nutrition, but I don't feel like I'm, I'm an expert in knowing what not to do and what doesn't work for everyone. And diets definitely don't work, but everyone struggles, even the so-called experts. 
And it's just life. And you're not a bad person if you gain some weight. You went through a hard time, a miscarriage or a death or whatever it is, financial troubles, um, anything. Sometimes you you need almost that reminder to get your button gear and get your kick. I like to call it like a, you know, turn a sort of negative situation and use it as a good thing to create an urgency, right? You had a break. You enjoyed some foods that you didn't maybe enjoy. Now that should motivate you to say, okay, I'm ready to feel better and get back into what I was eating, right? Yeah. Even exercise, some people we're really bad on ourselves, aren't we? Like you go on vacation or, you know, everybody can have a break from exercising sometimes. Yes. Obviously, you know, some scenarios you could do just a little bit less, or sometimes you can't exercise at all. But it's not about jumping right back to that extreme of how often you were exercising full force. Right. right? It's it's right. recognizing that. Even um, my fiance last week was working night shift. So I didn't exercise as often as I I did. And it's not a thing I need to guilt myself for or overanalyze on the scale if I'm up a little bit. It's right. I didn't exercise as much last week. So maybe I'll be a bit more excited and give a bit more push to this week's workouts. Sure. And yeah, and sometimes maybe you just need a break. And yeah, I mean, women, for God's sake, we need a break more than anything. And, you know, I don't care what kind of life you live. If you have kids, you don't have kids. If you work, if you don't work, women are so overloaded at especially caretaking being there for other people and we don't take care of ourselves mentally and emotionally and sometimes you need a break and to just stop you know and have a week where you don't work out or you just don't monitor what you're eating and just relax because then that rejuvenation time absent from your uh, sack of what I sorry I was dropping like an f-bomb earlier I thought we were <laughs> I don't know what we were recording as so soon as she dropped it I was like she's my kind of girl <laughs> okay good because yeah that's I'm I've been known to drop a few f-bombs but like you feel like shit about yourself constantly so it's like take a break from bashing yourself and then you'll be you know, twice as better. Exactly. What's the worst that can happen? I think uh, you're right. First of all, with regards to women, like we, we are terrible. We will add as much to our plate. We are very giving, we're very kind and we put ourselves at the end of the priority. And that's why we struggle sometimes. That's why we struggle. Often we get to a place where we're like, Oh my God, where did all this weight come on? And you know, where did this all happen? Or like you had a baby and you got super busy. You're not sleeping. You're bottom of the priority list. But the thing is, it's not about weight loss for why you exercise. It's not about weight loss for why you eat healthy, right? In order for us to be our best version of ourselves. And that includes taking care of other people. You got to take care of yourself. Right. Well, and also when you don't take care of yourself and you're constantly doing for other people, that creates resentment, which turns into rage that if you don't express it, you're turning it in on yourself. And that's what pushes women to eat emotionally and to binge eat. So if you get, if you practice Part of caretaking for me is to say, here's what I need and here's what I want. And also, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to the baby shower. I'm just, I don't want to go. And so I'm not going to go. There's such massive relief in just 
being like saying what you need and saying what you don't want and just being true to yourself, no matter what anyone else thinks, not, you know, I don't care about my kids or my husband or my family. I'm just going to walk off and do what makes me happy. But it's the balance of we need to stop internalizing all of our resentment and frustration and anger, because that's just a recipe for binge eating. And then you gain weight and then you feel even worse about yourself. So it really starts from, starts from that. the inside out. We're trying to fix ourselves from the outside in, but we need to start inside and the outside will take care of itself. So many good points said there too, with, with all of it, and especially regarding, you know, how we approach it, right? It's not about that, you know, it's, you're not taking care of others at all, or that you're just, you're being selfish in any way. It's literally like your mental health, your energy level, everything benefits from you taking that 20 minutes to yourself to work out or preparing that healthy meal, right? Otherwise it does add up and it does feel overwhelming. And we do, you know, resent the fact that we haven't had a minute to ourselves today. Yeah. Well, part of fixing that, and I, I am such an expert on this because I have two small children and I'm a single mom now and it's wonderful, but it's like, my inner conversation, I have learned, I got to put a stop to that because I can hear my inner critic and my inner negative person saying, why don't I, I, no one ever helps me around here. I do everything by myself. I never get any help. And I'm like, whoa, stop. That's going, that train is going nowhere. So you got to learn how to recognize when your thoughts are not serving you and they're because it does feel good. It's sort of like eating a Twinkie. Like it feels good when you're eating it. And then later you just want to like, oh my God, why did I do that? So like, it feels good to be like, you know, I'm, I hate I hate my family. I hate my life. I hate to make the excuses yeah. and guilt yourself. Yeah. Cause you're getting blame on something and you're finding a reason for it, but that's yeah. the easier route compared to the hard things. And I think that's really key too, for so many people is that yeah. yes, of course it's easier to eat the Twinkie or get the takeout food, <laughs> right. Or sit right. on the couch instead of going to the gym. But going to get healthy groceries and preparing a meal, even yeah. though it's harder up front, you feel better and benefit from it afterwards, yeah. just like the workout. Right. Well, and I always try to remember you're better than that, Camille, you know, like you can eat this if you want to. And if you really want to just go ahead and like, let's move on later. And it's not a big deal. But like, I try to think of it like when I hear that, that voice and I know I'm going off the edge and I'm like derailing my whole day. It's like, you're better than this. You're better than this to just go eat ice cream to make yourself feel better. And I still do sometimes, so I'm not perfect, but you're better than this to like, you know, to keep going, to get this identity of like, nobody helps me and I'm a martyr. Like, that's not the way I want to live. So like what you said earlier, it's not about what you're doing. It's not about doing to get, it's about feeling to become, you know, yes, and building um, the momentum, building the progress, because the confidence that you're actually looking for right in your physical appearance, it comes from doing the work, but not doing the work just and hating it, doing the work and finding, you know, the meals that you do love eating that are healthy, that 
make you feel, you know, feel better or finding that exercise program and that plan that you do enjoy doing that -hmm. makes you feel good. Cause you're not going to be able to do anything just painful, temporary, and actually get that long lasting result that you're looking for. Right. Right. You got to find like what you were just saying is I think if I can even peel it back a little bit deeper is that you're not doing things like we were just saying, you're not doing a workout or eating certain foods because you have to, because you're trying to get weight loss as a result. You're doing it because it makes you feel good. And where that ultimately starts, if you go way back, is it's your mindset of like, I don't just want to lose weight. I want to get that as a side effect. What I really want is a full and complete and joyful life and what that looks like to me is different what it looks like for you or someone listening right now. But like if you switch your mindset and yeah, if you just switch your mindset to I want to live the life I deserve to live, I promise you everything starts to fall into place. And all of those choices, those healthy choices you're forcing yourself to make right now become natural and easy. And then you see how good it feels. And you just, it's like a, an upward spiral rather than a downward spiral. Right. And it, I think a lot of the time too, like to break free, cause that's the whole thing we're talking about here is like from the all or nothing vicious cycle too, is remember yes. that like, of course that one healthy meal, isn't going to give you the six pack abs and the, the 10 pounds of right. weight loss. But I think we think it's just one separate meal in itself too, right? Like, again, we go from all the meals have to be perfect or I won't get there. All the workouts have to be done if I won't get there. But know that one meal will not give you the abs, give you the super results, nor will the one bad meal either, right? Yes, that's true too. But like what I think is we don't know, and I think I struggled with for so long when I was in that back and forth, was I forgot that I don't need to have that one meal healthy because I want to lose weight or because I want that six pack abs or because of eight months down the road where I'm going to be at my goal. Like right now, if I eat this healthy meal, I'm going to have energy later that day to get my workout in. I'm going to feel satisfied enough to not eat at nighttime, right? To, To do it for the reasons of it pays off and it's it's healthy for you and it's going to make you feel good, not just when you're eating it, but yeah, it adds up to tomorrow's energy, to nighttime's bedtime routine, right? Yeah, definitely. It's like little building blocks that, because that's another thing with the all or nothing mentality and being perfect is that if you start off in the morning and then you get stressed out, your kids, you're trying to get your kids to school, you have this whole plan of I'm going to make green juice. And then all of a sudden you're grabbing like, you know, a donut off the counter that your kids are eating. And then you're like, okay, the whole day is over. It's shot forget it. And it's Thursday. So, you know, I'll just start again on Monday. It's this whole all or nothing. And if you mess up even just one tiny little bit, you fail and you quit and you have to start all over again. And it's like you, what you just said is so true. Every one meal isn't going to give you a six pack. Um, And hopefully people will understand like, that's not your goal anyway. That's just, that is not a goal in life, nor should it ever be for anyone. It's just bullshit, but um, (laughs) you can get it. And it's great if you do, and that makes you feel good, but that is not your final goal. But just on the same uh, thing that you just said um, is that 
one meal, you know, one night out with your girlfriends eating chips and salsa and guacamole and drinking margaritas isn't going to wreck your life. Like have fun, you know, save save those for the nights when you're going out with your friends, when you're actually enjoying yourself. Don't save it for I'm eating, you know, handfuls of this food that I'm barely enjoying while I'm standing up in the kitchen, right? Like save it for those, uh, but still progress is, you know, maybe you only had one handful. You don't need to beat yourself up because you had one handful. If you normally have six, well, Frank, that's awesome. (laughs) That's progress, right? Baby steps in changing your habits. You don't go from like, um, you know, never working out to running a marathon, you, you have to increase baby steps and get small wins that build your confidence. And that's why diets, they don't give you an opportunity for small wins. It's all or nothing. And if you don't eat exactly what it tells you to eat for the next two or three weeks, then you're, you failed. And that's just not, um, it's just not a healthy mindset to have. That's motivating. Diet. <laughs> So much. My goal is like one of them. Wouldn't it be fun if like in the next two or three or five years that we all looked back and said, wow, remember when we used to diet? Like, isn't that, I want my kids to be like, what is that? Like, what is the diet? I I know. And that word is, I find it is very much just negative association that has come around with it. I know it doesn't need to be, but um, my, my oldest, she is going to be six next week. And she said that to me, well, she's, she's got a very sensitive stomach and I've been gradually approaching her with, you know, how she eats and healthier and showing her like, if you want to feel good, if you want to be doing good at skating, if you don't want to be going to the bathroom all the time, like you got to eat good foods. And the other day she had said to me, she said, just came out of nowhere. And she said, yeah, but you, you diet when you eat healthy food. That's why you diet. And I came across and I said, I said, no, honey. I said, where you have never heard that word in our house. You must've heard it from somebody. I said, that is not why we eat healthy. And she looked at me. I said, we eat healthy because we want to feel good. I said, you want to, you know, you have to have energy. You don't want to be going to the bathroom and having a bad belly all the time, right? And reminding her, even at that super young age, that dieting does not have a negative association. It doesn't mean a temporary diet. Like, Oh, I just don't dislike that word. (laughs) No, well, it's like there's two meanings. It's a a diet like a what you eat overall, the food. um, Yes, it could be a healthy sense to it, but I think our diet culture ruined it just too much, right? Totally. Yeah, I had a friend when in my dietetics program, and she was so funny. She was like, "Why are we called dietitians? Well, I mean, I think nutritionist is better. Like, we don't want to have diet in our in our like, you know, our byline, we don't want that or our name or our degree. So it was funny, but like, yeah, diet has become synonymous with depriving yourself, with beating yourself up with, yeah, bashing yourself. Yeah. Same as weight loss. It's always that negative and less that comes with it. Right. For so long, I've been helping women get healthy, but I just recently, I'm like, I got to get away from the word, even though I got healthy before it, I hate the word weight loss. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, it's all, it's all negative. Yeah. Lose weight, cut carbs, you know, eliminate, cut calories, eliminate carbs, 
decrease this. It's all about restriction. One. It's a negative mindset. It, it reinforces like you're forcing yourself as opposed to, yeah, let me increase the amount of foods that will, the calories that I intake tomorrow, let me fill those with healthy foods that count. What a great transition of what I wanted to go into next about, because again, it's the, we struggle the most because we're in that one extreme and we think we need to get to that next extreme, right? It's that gap that we took a long time to figure out how to get there, you know, but I'm sure our audience is wondering, well, how the frig can I get there? How can I get from feeling like I have to eat less, barely eating at all and over-exercising right now? How do I get to a place where I'm not extreme? I'm not perfect, but I mm-hmm. am losing weight. I am getting healthier. I am feeling better. And it's exactly what you just stated right there in that I think a lot of the time our diet culture has always made us think and a lot of programs still to this day, you got to eat less. And that is the only way for you to lose weight. But women, especially guys, you're not eating enough is the problem, but you're not eating enough of the good whole foods that actually do give your body what it needs that do actually fill you up. Don't make you feel bloated and more tired after you eat. Yes. Yeah. And you don't have to do it perfectly. Something that drives me totally insane. It's, it's called orthorexia. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's a, it's the, um, obsession with eating clean and eating perfectly. And our social media culture now is highly um, promoting this, like with all of these influencers who have perfect bodies and who do these, you know, photos that are heavily edited with their green juice. It's like almost like if you don't eat clean, you are wrecking your body. And it's just absolutely not true. So that's, I think, sorry, Camille, sorry, didn't you? Yeah, that's where I was. That's honestly probably was me a few years ago because that was the main driver for me to create my program and to help women as as I do is we do feel that way. We do Mm -hmm. feel we have to be perfect. And that's why I think majority of us are like, well, if I'm not perfect, then I will give up. Then I'll start again on Monday. I will wait until I am perfect on, you know, in the morning meal or whatever the case may be, but it, it makes the whole situation worse. It makes our mindset, every piece of it worse. It does make it worse. And it's just putting this extra level of pressure and shame on we don't even need we one do more not. ounce of that. I mean, we got <gasps> took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, and so it is very alluring the concept or the idea that if it's always like this: if then, if I could just juice for a week straight, then I would lose ten pounds. Then I would feel good about myself. Then I can start my life. We're, we're waiting to live. And it's like, you don't have to drink green juice all day long. If you enjoy that, 
go get them, but don't do it because you're trying to, you know, shrink yourself. And we don't even stand in a powerful way. Women don't carry themselves in a powerful way. It's all of this like shrinking, contorting our bodies, sucking it in. And we're doing this because we see all of these images that are making us feel like we're taking it where our bodies are too big and heavy. And we, oh my God, it just, it makes me so angry. And, um, It's not to bash anyone who's out there with a social media profile who really does want to help women and and wants to show like, this is what I did and look how I I feel great in my skin and that's awesome. But a lot of it is not like that. And I just, I want women to just truly, if they could take home anything from what I'm saying is that you deserve, you only are here one time. You know, I don't want anyone to wake up I'm 52. Like, you know, it just flies by. I don't want to wake up when I'm 72 and look back and go, you know what? I had all these dreams when I was a little girl and all I did was spend the last 50 years of my life trying to lose the same 10 fucking pounds. I mean, it's like, it's just insane. And I see women doing it. And I just want everyone to know that you deserve to live a big, full life, whatever that looks like to you. And that does not include wasting your time trying to perfect yourself from the outside in because you're never going to do it by dieting and listening to all this bullshit. Just start today. Do something that makes you feel good inside and celebrate yourself and just start taking one small baby step every single day and and just start. That's all you got to do. Yeah. No, I love I'm that. Doing. I love that. <laughs> I, I say all the time, progress over perfection because, yeah. right, you can make so much progress and you can then eventually build on that. That doesn't make you feel guilty. That doesn't make you feel that extra pressure. And yeah. leading into my program too, I knew we would get along so great. Um, the very <laughs> first step helps you get started before you feel ready because we never feel ready. We do this thing where, yes, you got to lose five pounds before you hire a coach. No, my goodness, right. that's the goal. Like, yes. you know, or you wait to start an exercise program till you have time. The time is never going to come because you're going to always prioritize something else, oh, right? You, you don't have to work out seven days a week, even at our level, tying back to what you said before. We still don't work out every single week, every single day. We still no. don't eat perfectly. So why do you feel that you need to strive for that, right? Yeah. You don't. You can just, if you're eating takeout every single day, twice a day, you know, aim for once a day, aim for some sort of progress. Yes. Progress. And then when you start working out more and more, you will see that you, when you say, I don't have time to work out. Once you start getting into a regular exercise routine, time frees up for you because you have more energy, you know, that 20 minute workout that you're, you know, you're sacrificing your guilting yourself for taking time to do for yourself. It's not just about those 20 minutes. It's kind of like that meal where we feel like it's only that one meal, like that 20 minute work, it's going to give you energy to do all those things that you were worried about that you have to do for the rest of the day. Right. It's so true. And the food too, it gives you energy or it makes you want to sit on the couch and pass out. Right. Yeah. You got to motivate yourself to do it for the right reasons and do it to build the momentum rather than, you know, guilt yourself further. We don't need that added guilt. It doesn't help us. Doesn't help us get further to where we want to be or feel any better. 
we have enough guilt. I have enough mom guilt and I have felt such shame in my life enough for a, a thousand people. So I'm done with that. Yeah. You got to let free of that. That's the first step. And definitely to start before you freaking feel ready. You don't have, if you're exercising, not at all right now, literally two, three times a week, that's more than enough. Do that for exactly. a few weeks. Right. I have a big plaque. Actually, I put it, it's in my bathroom and I had it made. It says start before you're ready. So it's in my, I bathroom. love that. I love yeah. that's the, the name of the first step in my beyond the scale Academy. Start before you're nice. ready. Love it's, it. It's so important to remember that. Yeah, it is. We don't ever feel ready and it doesn't feel even myself as somebody who's exercised for good over 15 years. And I love it. It yeah. doesn't mean that some days I don't have to push my butt out the door to go do it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah same, absolutely. As, same as the healthy meals. I love almost every meal that I eat, but it doesn't mean that some days I'm not like, Hmm, would be a lot easier to just order a takeout or something right now. Listen, we wear out DoorDash in this house. I mean, I've got, we've got so much going on and I have a full-time job and then I'm doing this and then kids and you know what? It's Okay. You're allowed you can, to be imperfect. DoorDash if you want to give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah. And you can have these imperfect meals. Like, yes, throw a chicken breast in, you know, even if it's not perfect, if you're putting it on a wrap and stuff, it's better than the McDonald's and that's progress. Yes. And that's to be celebrated. Absolutely. I love that. It's to be celebrated. It is. So Last advice for our audience would be to gradually approach it, to gradually add more nutrients, more good foods, and a bit more exercise, you know, in a way that feels good, that feels not overwhelming, right? That kind Mm -hmm. of builds your momentum, builds your confidence rather than continuing the cycle of thinking you need to be perfect one day and throwing it all out the window the next That's right. And all the good activities you add and the good habits that you start to add, those will displace the bad habits. So instead of trying not to do this, add a healthy behavior, a small one. And then the more you get, that bad habit will take care of itself. Absolutely. I always like like to say too, like you can, you find healthier alternatives. You can, you know, gradually again, approach every little, little tiny meal, right? Whether yeah. yes, you still want that cookie, but if you're starving, when you want that cookie, add some Greek yogurt and some berries to it too. Then you're feeling a bit more satisfied at least after you had it. And you feel like you did something positive and that gives you more energy to do more positive things. And you still enjoyed the dang cookie, right? I I just ate a brownie right before (laughs) we got on here. I had my, I had a salad. (laughs) I had a salad for breakfast and I opened the fridge and I saw this thing of brownies my daughter made. I was like, I'm having one of those. That looks good. I know. You know what? I still have, I'm I'm a type one diabetic too. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, but I still eat my treats. They're still, you know, a rice crispy here and there or a cookie I I yes. eat too, you know? God, yes, you got to enjoy yourself. You don't need to feel guilty and you never be in, need to be in a place of perfection, of all whole foods, of all, you know, that extreme. No. You'll never be able to sustain and maintain and, and truly live your life to the fullest 
Yes. Perfection will keep you stuck right where you are. So you might as well just get off that train and commit a year from now. You wish you had started today. I love that saying, you know, just get started. It's okay. Who cares how freaking long it takes you, right? And who cares if you're not ready? If you start now, you don't have to put that even added pressure on that you're late, that you're, you know, you have to rush. You have to get there at a super speed rate. Yeah. No, right. exactly. There's no time frame. The time frame is your life. That's it. Right. Yeah. Start sooner. Start freaking right now. <laughs> exactly. Before you're ready. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm going to cl- include, um, let me let the audience know, how are they able to reach out to you? How? Yes. So, okay. My website is Camille Martin RD for registered dietitian, Camille Martin RD.com. And I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. I'm actually on TikTok, which is hilarious. And I refuse to do the dancing lip syncing. <laughs> I just do my boring TikTok videos where I'm talking like this. And my kids are like, your TikTok sucks. <laughs> You're like, I'm, you know what? It's better than nothing. And I do, I do want it. Yes, exactly. I haven't even gotten to the TikTok, but I do Instagram reels. So we'll connect there. Oh, yes. I love doing reels. But yeah, if you go on my website, you can find all of my handles down at the bottom of the homepage. So yeah, but yeah, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to look out and see where you are. Perfect. I'll put all of your links below the show notes. Thank you for your time, Camille. Um, It's really good to like to help women give that more information because of the fact that at all various levels, we've, you know, there's a lot of us who have struggled, who are either struggling right now to break free of that gap or are still struggling to, to get started, to even get started at all with something because we feel like less is going to only the only way to get us more weight loss or to feel better. Right. No, and that's I not love the case. What you're doing. It's so important. And um, and thank you for having me on. I love talking with you. It was so easy and so fun, just like sitting down and having a chat, so much so that I didn't even know that we, <laughs> that we had already started. I love it. We just got jumped right into it. Um, but thank you for having me. Thank you for your time. We'll have to connect. We'll do an Instagram live or something, some Yay! sort of connection to to further elaborate, right? Let's please do that. I would love it. Okay. Thank you, Camille. Thank you. Bye, Dee.